Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, my friends, you've tuned in to America's Home for Conservative, Not Bitter Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, and let's just jump right into it today. The email, by the way, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, if you want to send your thoughts and opinions. Most importantly, your adoration and praise can be sent to that email, Todd, <laughs> Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. And it is good to be here. It's hard to believe another week has already passing by. Time flies, especially when you listen to this particular program. So I want to start today, and I want to spend some time on this. Um, I want to talk about something that good old Donnie Deutsch was saying on, what's he on here? MSNBC, he's on there with, uh, what is her name? She used to be a make-believe Republican uh, I can't think of her name at the moment. I can see her face here. It'll come to me in due course. But he's on um, MSNBC giving advice. Of course, Donnie Deutsch is an old uh, what advertising exec and so forth. And he's talking, giving advice, if you will, to the Democrat Party. And they've hit They've hit panic now, folks. I mean, they are all out complete panic. Especially when you look at, well, it's unavoidable. And and I want to couple this discussion with another part of the news cycle. And this is, so I want to talk about Donnie Deutsch. But as we talk about this, I want you to keep this particular story in mind as well. I saw this first at AmericanWire.com, but this was actually posted <clears throat> at NBC of all places. NBC drops damning findings about Hunter, uh, Hunter's role with China that puts Joe Biden in the hot seat. So as you listen to the narrative, as you listen to the advice that Donnie Deutsch is giving to the Democrats, which, which in one respect should not surprise anybody. Um, which we'll get to in a moment. Just realize how bad this is. And we went through this. I'm not going to go through it in detail. You can listen to yesterday's show. Yesterday's show, which was, what was yesterday? May May 19th. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this. If you listen to the podcast, I get emails. In fact, I found a, an email from someone in the past who had said to me, if I'm referencing another show, to tell you what episode I'm talking about. Folks, that's not always how this works. I don't necessarily know which program we 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 talked about it in, but I do my best because I do want to help direct you. But this one was yesterday's program. We went through all the things that the Democrat Party has unleashed in a very negative way on our society. It's undeniable. No one in this country, with the exception of the devoted just I, I the folks that are going to, that that are prepared to walk off the cliff 
for this administration and for the Democrat Party. Everyone else, everyone else who experiences this day in and day out from inflation to, you know, baby formula crisis to not being able to get an automobile to not being able to get, I mean, you name it, right? Not be able to get a seat at the restaurant. Even when you go into the restaurant and you look up and there's like 27 open tables and they tell you, in fact, this happened kind of to me yesterday, um, but I walked in somewhere and I normally sit in certain places of the restaurant uh, because I do some work typically when I'm there and I know where the outlet. <laughs> I know where the outlets are in places. And I say, hey, can I sit right there? And they looked at me and said, well, that section's kind of closed. And I said, oh, is there no, it was in the bar area. There's no bartender today. No, no, there's not. I mean, these are real problems that we've all seen. And it's all, look, everything that happens is not the problem, not the fault directly of, of Joe Biden. Life happens, right? Life happens. But to suggest to, to even for a moment entertain that everything that we're, we're experiencing has gotten to this degree of completely I, I, just broken. Completely broken. Un, these, this, is, this cannot continue like this in, in many, many ways. Um, there, there will be a correction to this. There will be corrections to all this crazy stuff that we're seeing. And a lot of it, a lot of it bears the fingerprint, uh, fingerprints of Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. A hundred percent. The radical leftists have taken control. And this is what radical leftism brings to the American people. They, it brings um, shortages of supply. It brings incredible inflationary rates. By the way, I don't want to get into this today, but suffice it to say that I think there's some intentional misunderstanding about inflation. There's some people out there to where inflation means to the average person just prices going up. And of course, prices do, uh, prices going up is a result of inflation, but that's not the only reason that prices go up. Prices, ultimately, inflation is when the government messes with the money supply. When the government wants to, go back and read Milton Friedman on this stuff. When the government wants to increase spending but not levy taxes on the American people directly, what they end up doing is is devaluing the dollar by printing or creating, by pressing a button in today's world, more money than than the than the labor and the wealth of of well just labor i guess or the 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 collective input of or output of the economy it's greater they create more money than value than that the economy created and so it devalues your money my money and it's a it's a hidden tax and that's not not every time that prices go up is it the, cause, the the result of inflation. Sometimes there's other factors, basic supply and demand, um, you know, just just other factors. But the the government's overspending and the government's manipulating the money supply is ultimately at the root of inflation. And I think some more time, maybe we'll have an economist on here to maybe talk about that at some point. I don't know. 
But that's worth pointing out and, and noting as well. It's not just that, oh, wow, things are, you know, things are just, the economy is going through turmoil post-COVID. That is certainly true, but it's also the way our government has behaved. And who's responsible for that? And by the way, who's responsible for the policies uh, during COVID that created all of the havoc, turmoil, and tumult in your life? Is that not also the government, usually people with a D after their name, although there are certainly Republicans to blame as well, and I would include Indiana's governor, Republican Eric Holcomb, in that group as well. Anyway, so as we're looking at what Donnie Deutsch's recommendations are, we also need to keep in mind that there's there's something else going on here because NBC NBC suddenly has an interest in the Hunter Biden story. NBC has an interest here and it's basically saying that Hunter Biden NBC folks, NBC. This is this is the PR firm of the Democrat Party. They are now admitting that the evidence of the laptop shows that Hunter Biden earned $11 million between the years 2013 and 2018. $11 million um, via his role as an attorney. I'm reading a quote here from that story. And a board member with a Ukrainian, hmm, Ukraine, it's at least ironic if not something more, Ukrainian firm accused of bribery and his work with a Chinese businesswoman now accused of fraud. Biden, back during the, ba- the debates, Joe Biden, during, uh, during the debates in 2020, said that Hunter had not made any money in China. Not only that, it appears that this money may be, may be connected to these, what do you want to say, pay-to-play, I guess, um, pay-to-play opportunities that Hunter Biden arranged with these these foreign entities. Continues here the story. It says Biden made $5.8 million, more than half his total earnings from 2013 to 2018, from two deals with Chinese business interests. Biden's most lucrative business relationship was acting as a consultant, consultant, of course, and a project with the company. And I'm, well, I'm going to pause. I'm not saying that there's no consultant that doesn't provide value. But if you were going to do something, <laughs> if you were going to call yourself something and you know not really have a paper trail, again, if you're a consultant, I am not lumping you into this group. Don't misunderstand me, right? You, you could also say, um, you know, you could be a talk show host who is paid to give speeches or something. So I'm not demonizing your profession i'm just saying consulting is a very ambiguous term and it's very convenient that that's what hunter biden was considered consultant in a project with a company that belongs to a once powerful chinese businessman who is now thought to be detained in his homeland nbc news reported just yesterday so i want to play here i want to play this is a very short soundbite from a debate in 2020, Joe Biden at the podium debating President, the time President Trump. And this is what he said when he was asked about Hunter Biden's business dealings with China. 
my son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. You forgot what country, too, by the way. My son has not made money in this thing you're talking about. What is it? China. Right? So that's what he said. It's just interesting as we watch this unfold to think, why now? Why has the Biden family, Hunter Biden, and not just Hunter, now they're NBC. Again, it's NBC who's now admitting who's now admitting that there might be some connection or ex, at least explanation needed to be given by the president of the United States. And so the question is why? Why, why, why? Because that seems to be quite relevant, does it not? Especially this time of, of year. Some people have thought you may be in this group from the very beginning that Joe Biden was not going to fill his complete four years. I've not, I can see that as an, as a, as an option, um, but I've always maintained that who are they going to bring in? What, how they, I mean, because first of all, it's Kamala is the, is the vice president for number, number one, and she's not done anything to make them any more excited about her than people are about Joe Biden. And so there's that possibility. Are they, have they given up defending Joe? Have they made their decision to go all in on Kamala? Do they have another option? I, I don't know, right? I mean, if, if, he's, if he's removed or is asked to step down or, you know, again, I'm not predicting this. I'm just saying if they try to invoke the 25th Amendment or something like that, then maybe they've got a candidate that they want to bring in as vice president um, to maybe run in 2024. Or maybe they think they can coach Kamala. I don't know how they can think that, if I'm being candid. But nonetheless, I mean, they're also stuck with Joe Biden. That's a pretty, that's a pretty terrible starting lineup as far, you know, that that's that's not even going to your your metaphorical bench. That's your starting lineup. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. By the way, there are some people that do imitations of Kamala Harris, and I freaking love it. They are spot on. I can't even come close to doing it, but it's fantastic. Some of these folks nail the okay, okay stuff, and oh, I love it. But the, the point is, they've got no likable candidate. They've got, at least in the, you know, at that top level, at that, that top tier of people that are the most well-known, who do they have? What are they going to do? Why are they suddenly, why is NBC suddenly taking an interest in the Biden situation? Do they want to just cover their tracks in case Republicans win the midterms and they start having investigations into this? Are they deciding they're not going to defend him throughout this? I, I just, I don't know the answer to this, but it's interesting when you think about how they're setting up to campaign and you realize that this situation with the Bidens, which which literally, <laughs> I know Mitch McConnell says no, but if more conservative Republicans um, have their way, if they are to win Congress back, if they have their way, I mean, this someone may introduce articles of impeachment in the House of Representatives. And if you want to know something that someone should be impeached upon, use your 
political office, your position of power, to personally enrich your family and yourself, which again is just the allegation at this point, or at least where the evidence points to say this at least needs some sort of consideration here. We need to pay attention to this. Now NBC's into the mix. So that's going on in the background. I'm going to take a break here a little bit. Actually, not far from our typical time. I'm still a little bit over. But we're going to come back, and I'm going to play the soundbite from Donnie Deutsch. So keep in mind the the Biden updates, what's going on there, as we play the advice that's given to the Democrat Party by Donnie Deutsch. And I want to talk about what he's saying, and I want to then segue into what I view as the only way out of this. And it's not going to be pretty, my friends. This, I know that there, a lot of a lot of conservative people, and this may be a lot of people in this audience. Some people in this audience, there, there's a healthy amount of conservative people. They're just you're just you're good people. You don't you don't like. It's just it's what is between us and fixing the problem. It's 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 going to be ugly. Right, because there's some really bad characters who have been really corrupt for a really long time. And they are not just going to say, you know what, you're right, you kind of caught us, you know, you've exposed our fraud. We're just gonna, you know, gracefully resign. Ha ha ha. There's no way in God's green universe, you know, God's green earth that that's gonna happen short of a divine miracle. Um but I want to talk about this the rest of the program because I think we have to – I do think we have to come to grips with what we're going to have to do, what has to be done in order to politically save this country. And just the work has to be done. It's not going to be pretty. We can still maintain our integrity and do do the hard work that needs to be done, which involves – exposing these jokers and getting them removed from office, winning elections, holding the people actually accountable for these things like, you know, like this Hunter Biden situation. This stuff cannot be allowed to continue to be swept under the rug as it always is. Unfortunately, once many Republicans use it to fundraise and win an election, they're done with it. And we just, we can't allow that. We just cannot allow that. And it's going to get ugly. They're, they're saying it, and that's what Donnie Deutsch says, and I want to play that soundbite after the break. So we'll get to that when we get back, my friends. Sit tight. Back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Sorry, I was turning down the wrong control there. I wonder why it wasn't getting quieter with the music. But anyway, so I said before the break, I'm going to play this soundbite from Nicole Wallace. Nicole Wallace is the one. I couldn't think of her name uh, first segment. Nicole Wallace um, on MSNBC where the radicals tune in (laughs) and she's talking to Donnie Deutsch. I mean, basically, the way I see it is they are in panic mode. You know, the the Democrats' internals, we talked about this yesterday, the internal polls show that Republicans on the uh, generic ballot are up, what is it, seven or eight points on the Democrats' internal polling. Keep in mind, that polling, I said this yesterday, that polling 
is not designed typically for political consumption. That's Those are the numbers that are closest to what they believe reality to be. Those numbers give them information to say, what do we talk about? How do we frame this? How do we pitch this? When we, they bring in a focus group and they use all these, you know, they, they test everything. We don't do any of that here, by the way. I don't test anything. I tell you what I think. And the best way I think I know how to communicate it, and sometimes we try multiple ways. Democrats got to test everything. Nothing's real. Politicians in general often often do this. It's just, you know, to my way of thinking, that approach is just such... Uh, in, my, in my world, in my head, you find what is the best solution to problems, and then you communicate it to people. And if it's... Let's say that... You may, may maybe the best option, the best idea, the best solution is actually not endorsed by the most people. If you believe in it, you better get out there and and sell it. You better get out there and sell it aggressively. And I at least respect that, but that's not what they do. They do all this polling, all this research, and they say, "Tell us what we should say." And some some people might think, "Well, that's what a representative should do." Well, they, <laughs> I think you have to understand the full picture of what they try to do. They, they try to say the things that you want to hear so that they can really do in secret the things that they want to do. And that is not what a representative wants. Again, I don't care if, if a representative tries to do what they think is best and they come out and tell me, hey, this is why I think this is best. Just let me, let me explain it, think it through. You know, if you if I'm I'm wrong, if this doesn't work, you can hold me accountable. Now, of course, and that's not how they work. It's a game of nailing jello to the wall because they don't want to be accountable for anything, but they also want to get praise and recognition for everything. So they are behind the closed doors that the Democrat Party is in, of course, panic mode. And so they're strategizing. How do we how do we communicate about the Republicans or how do we frame this? upcoming election. Well, glad you asked because Donnie Deutsch has what he thinks is the answer. And I want you to listen to this. This is a little over you know, about a minute and a half long. Again, he's talking to Nicole Wallace of uh, MSNBC and he's giving advice on what the Democrats should do. Again, as you hear, as you listen to this, remember what we talked about with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and think, what does what's going to happen with that? And does this play into that? Are they preparing for 2024? What, what, are, what are they doing here? And what's, what's the strategy? How does this all fit together? Here's Donnie Deutsch explaining what he thinks should be done, the Democrats should do in this election. First, let me answer. You started off this premise of how does Tucker Carlson get 3 million viewers every night? A recent morning consult poll said that 23% of Republican males are okay with white nationalist, white supremacist views. That's one in four Republican males and 9% of all Americans. So there's an audience out there. It's still a fringe. It's still a minority, but it's a fringe. What the Democrats need to do, and it's so obvious at this point, is brand them with it, is basically take this replacement theory and now make it the Republican racist replacement theory. Make every Republican answer, do you believe in it or not? Brand every Republican, this is the party of the replacement theory. Take what is a 
sliver or I'm a real minority, but a minority and make it the entire raison d'etre of the Republican Party. Do the same thing with violence. It's the RV party. It's the Republican violence party. Brand them the very this is judo. The very, very heinous things that they stand for and are hiding behind. Brand them on it. Take a branding iron, put it on them so that any mainstream Republican has to wear that badge and go, are you voting Republican? Do you understand you're voting for the replacement theory? Do you believe in that? Is that what you stand for? Do you believe that immigrants are coming over to replace white people and it's part of a Jewish cabal playing this whole thing and through interracial marriage? Do you believe, because that's the Republican platform. So make the Republicans What is the it. world? I mean, he admitted in this, by the way, if you paid attention, um, it's a minority of people that believe in this. And by the way, terms, they, they, they intentionally conflate terms. White replacement theory, uh, nationalism. You know, what they'll do is they'll go from white replacement theory to white nationalism to nationalism. So if you're someone who's proud of your country, then they'll they'll basically try to group all those people together. And that's not that's not an accurate depiction. But he's saying in here he doesn't even care if it's accurate. He doesn't even care if it's accurate. What he wants to do is he wants to change the narrative because the truth is Donnie Deutsch. The Democrat Party has to answer for 8.5% inflation. The Democrat Party has to answer for why there's no you know, baby formula on shelves. The Democrat Party has to answer for gasoline that's over, what is it, that the average person's paying, what I just read yesterday, $5,000 per year on gasoline. The Democrat Party has to answer for that. The Democrat Party has to answer for critical race theory, which of course when they're asked about it, they act like this thing doesn't exist. They act like they've never heard of it. They have to answer for I just take your pick down the 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 line of all of these insane things. Transgenderism. What about all of these things that are being taught to kindergartners? What about school districts that are taking dramatic actions to allow kids or encourage kids or help kids get abortions and gender reassignment surgeries and so forth without the consent or the knowledge of the parents. It's out there. You see that this is happening. He would say, if he was on the Republican side, which of course he's he's not, but he would say, brand them. Brand them as that. See, I don't think we have to brand them as anything because that is who the radical left is. The radical left believe in all those things that I just laid out before you, the radical, unhinged, godless left. The Republican, the Republican Party is not the party. Uh, this white replacement theory, the, this is something that 99.9% .9 of Americans had not heard anything about until the Buffalo shooting, until the Buffalo shooting, which was, again, as I said, atrocious, evil, wicked act. And no one had heard about this white replacement theory. So now they come out and they start blaming Tucker Carlson. Because if you simply point out that the Democrat Party has been um, engaged in identity politics for decades, we talk about this on the program as well, to act like, to act like they have no interest in or to act like they don't know or don't care on the demographic makeup of the Republican or of the Democrat voting base is completely absurd. I would like for them what what is the reason if they're not trying to, um, you know, harm America by and and 
by, in ex, by extension, the, the principles upon which this nation was founded, just overwhelm it and break it so that they can remake it into something else. If it's not something like that, or if it's not to usher in people that they think they can later, illegal immigrants, they think they can later convince them to vote Democrat, what's the point? Why, I mean, what? why are they doing this? Why is it infinitely worse under Joe Biden than it was under President Trump? Infinitely, almost immeasurably different. Fentanyl problems along the southern border. I, I, it's, it's disastrous. But you're not even allowed to ask. If you do, if you ask the question I just asked, they're going to say, well, that's, you're, you believe in the white replacement there. You believe in some cabal of, Jewish people that are trying to overthrow the white, what in the world? No, I'm just saying exactly what I said, which is if they believe they can have a political advantage and there's something happening that can either be stopped or slowed or allowed to continue with any sort of obstacles put in its way whatsoever, like an open border, if they think they benefit from an open border, my friends, what is the, why would they stop it? Why? They don't love their country. I mean, the radical left. I'm talking about the radical left. They do not. They hate how this country was founded. They don't believe in the principles upon which this great nation was founded and built. In fact, that's why, again, I'm telling you, if you are a moderate Democrat, union Democrat, teacher Democrat, even a liberal Democrat, you and I have more in common than these radicals running your party, your party than these radicals that are being coached by Donnie Deutsch, to brand Republicans. By the way, this is what they've been doing for decades. He's saying brand them as racist. Well, gee whiz, Donnie, if you think people like me and people who have been Republicans or conservatives have never had this allegation levied against them, come on, man. I mean, you need to wake up and smell the roses, buddy, because that's happened for a long, long time. But to his point, it works on some people. It works on some people. So, quick timeout. When we get back, I'm going to talk. I mean, folks, this is how they're preparing to fight this battle, this this political election, this campaign season. This is how, this is the conversations they're having. And this might be one of the more um, kind conversations. If you get behind closed doors, they're saying a lot worse things about conservatives and Republicans than this. And we'd best wake up and smell the roses because when they think that they're in, you know, in, at risk of losing power, and especially when they see things like the end of Roe v. Wade that may be imminent upon, you know, right upon us, um, and they see other things that they have fought so long to get in a position to change, they are not going to walk away silently into the night, my friends. They're simply not going to do it. This is going to get ugly. And I know, I know many of you, I've heard people say, I, not, I mean, many Republicans, I'm not saying many of you, but many Republicans, many conservatives, many good people have said, I just wish, just want to get through this election season and things are going to get back to normal. No, no, it is not going to do that. It is not going to do that until we thoroughly defeat this worldview, this morally depraved worldview that has gotten a home, and not just a home, it's taken control of the Democrat Party and these radical leftists, these godless radical leftists, pushing all sorts of evil and ridiculous things down the throats of the American people. We have got to defeat them. It is pure and simple. It is not for the faint of heart, but I believe I believe that we have it within us, and we got to see this thing through to completion. Quick time out, my friends. Back here in just a minute. 
back, my friends. Here's Donnie Deutsch. This time he's with uh, Morning Joe. Same sort of thing, same sort of answer. Although this time he slightly changes his response. He he basically remember the first one. He said he admitted that this is a fringe part of Repub- well of America, really. Um, now he's saying it is the Republican Party. Which, again, I mean, these folks will say whatever it takes to get them whatever they desire, which is, of course, Democrats in power. So listen to this. This is the very end of Joe Scarborough's question. Basically, what can Democrats do to fight back against this lie? And here's Donnie Deutsch's opinion yet again, which is hilarious to me. Tell me as you listen to this, he's not saying exactly the things that I say on this program. It's exactly what I say that they're doing. He's just admitting it. He's admitting it in the light of day on, I'd say, national TV, but they probably have about 75 or 80 viewers. But here it is, Donnie Deutsch, this time with Morning Joe and Mika Brzezinski. You, you take this heinous platform and you make the Republicans own it. I want to platform. say it again. Make the Republicans own it. Make every Republican it. politician, every Republican candidate, ask them about it. Make it because they, can, they, they can't run from it because it's, it's part of who they are at this point. It's disgusting as disgusting as that is. Make it the Republican replacement theory. Mm-hmm. Mainstream it because it, this is the way you have to scare. We, we don't have the economy scare people. as Democrats. So you have to scare the bejesus out of people. The way to scare it is say, you know, this replacement theory, this is not just coming from some dark corner of the web. This is the Republican platform. Make them own it. And if Democrats run from this fistfight. I know in the previous segment, Eugene Daniels, you talked about the president not wanting to call out names. Call no. out Tucker Carlson. Call out the politicians and make this, this is make a move them of own Decker. it. I don't this, want to listen to this junk anymore. This is a move of desperation. They are panicked, and they are saying in the light what they normally say behind closed doors, which is they want to scare people to death. Scare people to death. This is what they want to do. They've been in control. They are running this country head nose first, a straight nosedive directly into the, I mean, straight into the ground. And they want to scare people as to what Republicans are going to do, which he admitted was a small minority, a fringe group in the previous soundbite. Now he's saying this is who Republicans are. I'd love to talk to this guy. I'd love to have this conversation. What's he, what's he talking about? Does he think? Does he really think? And by the way, are there? do we have such ineffective and wimpy politicians who can't address questions like this? I know, and this is in a sense it's, you could say, I don't want to say a dog whistle, but, you know, a, basically a, a hat tip to say to the media, hey, guys, start doing this. Start asking these Republican candidates if they're racist. Start, start asking them if they support Tucker Carlson. Start asking them if, I guess, if they still beat their wives. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that happened. This is, this is panic mode. They are telling you what they do. He says that the economy is not in their favor. <laughs> Well, no, no kidding, Sherlock. It's because the economy belongs to you. That's an actual real thing. And what he's saying is we've got nothing to run on, and so we're going to just try to scare the daylights out of people, making them think that Republicans are going to make, I guess, the country run by the KKK. I guess that's what they want you to think. Which, ironically, they literally, I just... They literally had a Democrat senator named Robert Byrd, who was, what, a grand cyclops in the KKK. Clinton went to the funeral. This guy is heralded. You go to the state of Virginia or West Virginia, and 
highways named after this guy left and right. Uh, I mean, he's Biden's buddy. KKK member. Doesn't matter. They're going to brand Republicans as this. And it's... it's I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand how we have such... I know the media is against us, but at some point that doesn't even do it justice. Trump, I tell you what, they couldn't they couldn't brand Trump like this. I'd love to see that conversation take place. Anyway, gotta take a timeout. They're terrified, my friends. They are gonna do anything, and it's not gonna be pretty. This is we got, we got to have uh, resolve and nerves of steel to see this thing through because they are they're like a an angry cougar backed into the corner here. And they are going to bring out the, the sharp knives and everything else. And they are, they'll stop at nothing. Absolutely nothing. Quick time out, my friends. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Not a lot of time left, but I don't have time to, <laughs> I wanted to get to this study that showed. I'm just going to mention this because I find this very entertaining. Headline <laughs> shows uh, study testosterone treatment turns Democrat voters more conser- <laughs> more conservative. Um, so I guess real men are conservative. I don't know what else you're supposed to make for that. But anyway, take it easy, liberals. I'm just having a little fun. But that's science. I just, the party of sci- part of science has spoken. We cannot argue with this. It's at the national polls. But I don't want to talk about that in the moments I have. I do want to talk about it, but I can't. I want to wrap up this discussion about this upcoming election. It is going to be nasty. We know this. They they know when they won in 2020, they felt like they were millimeters away from establishing themselves as the basically full-time party in power by passing, if they could have gotten these uh, voting legislation things passed in Congress and so forth. I mean, they were prepared to basically make Republicans the permanent minority. And they could taste it. They could smell it. It was right outside their fingertips. And so they've not achieved, they haven't achieved any of the real substantive goals. They've destroyed everything, which some would contend is their intention because they want to destroy it and then offer up some socialist utopia as the new alternative. But um, they haven't achieved any of those things. They're mad at Mansion, they're mad at Cinema. They're mad at everybody. They're just angry. And now they know, again, the election needs to be, we have to see this thing through. But they have no, there's no reason people would vote Democrat right now. There just isn't. And they know it. And so it's going to get nasty. And we have to defeat them. I don't know how else to tell you this other than to say we have to defeat them. I don't know how else to say this. We have to defeat this ideology. And there's a two, two-pronged two approach. They have to be de- stopped. The Democrat Party has to be stopped. And hopefully the Democrat Party, I would love to just see the days where liberals, regular liberals, ruled the party again instead of these radical leftists who are doing these just unfathomably moronic, idiotic, wicked, destructive things to our culture and society. Quick time out, my friends. Back in just a minute. <laughs> All right, my friends, unfortunately, that is all of the time that we have this week. As always, you can go back and listen to episodes of the 
well, of our podcast. It's totally free. ToddHuffShow.com slash listen. Go to Apple Podcasts or go to the Google Play Store, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you would listen to podcasts. It's not hard to, I know many of you do this already, but for those who haven't, it's really not hard to do. Um, Just search the Todd Huff Show and hit subscribe and you'll start getting the episodes. So appreciate you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. SDG, see you soon.